A moral victory for the Missouri Tigers? No, that was a heartbreaking defeat, ladies and gentlemen. But I've never understood the people who've said I'd rather get blown out than lose a heartbreaker close because I can take the emotional punch. I'd much rather see my team actually improving and getting better because guess what? You got to lose close before you can win close. So you know what? This does represent progress for Missouri. And I am John Miller with the Locked on Mizzou podcast. Check out all my links at LockedOnMizzou.com. But you know what? I'm sitting here with you on this Sunday morning for a little bonus content. Just couldn't wait till Monday. This game was, I mean, dramatic as it could possibly be, to say the least, considering how few touchdowns were actually scored in this ball game, at least until a couple to ice the game for Georgia in the fourth quarter, and obviously Missouri was not only in this ball game all the way until the fourth quarter. In fact, they led the entire game. An unbelievable stat I heard on the radio broadcast, by the way. Missouri, the first team to hold Georgia without a touchdown through three quarters since the 2019 LSU team that won the national championship with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson and all those those great players from one of the all-time great teams. So really a truly, truly unbelievable performance by the Missouri defense. Obviously, they looked a little gassed maybe in the fourth quarter. The dogs finally started to find some success on the ground. But when you consider that Chris Abrams drain, one of Missouri's best players, their best corner, I would say certainly, well, he wasn't out there for the fourth quarter, at least. I'll tell you, I'm going to go back and, and do even more research. This is my Sunday morning instant reactions, but he wasn't out there in the fourth quarter from what I could tell, perhaps even longer than that. Then when you consider Dominic Lovett didn't play most of the second half, he's Missouri's best receiver. That right side of Missouri's offensive line was basically decimate, has basically been decimated at this point, when you consider all that, just a just a fabulous performance, a gutty performance by the Tigers. It basically all ends. Obviously, the offense just couldn't quite give us enough. And again, I'm going to have a film study for you this coming week. I'll have more on Brady Cook and his performance and the entire offense. But I really do want to get a look at that all 22 footage before I delve too deeply into the X's and O's and, and really grade how the quarterback played in particular. By the way, apologies, my voice is a little bit more hoarse than usual. I'm sure you can imagine why. I think I was actually making my own ears ring last night. I was yelling so loudly, but I tell you, one of the takes you got to take away from this, Eli Drinkwitz finally seems to have found his defensive coordinator. Am I right? At this point, I think we can say Blake Baker needs to stick around for a while, at least for one season, more than one season, right? I, I'm not in the mood to find another defensive coordinator. That's for darn sure. But it's just amazing the thin line between heartbreak and quite possibly the best upset in Missouri history. I mean, what if Cody Schrader on his 63-yard on his 63-yard run, what if it's just a 64-yard run and it's a touchdown? What if Missouri just doesn't fall start before that first and goal play, pushing itself back a few yards, obviously has to settle for the field goal? Ah, just so close, am I right? I'm sorry. Once again, all you people would have rather seen a blowout. 
I'm just never going to understand that logic whatsoever. But I will say, into the game, fourth down and 10, I think a lot of people wanted Missouri to go for it there late in the ball game, down four. Obviously, the dogs had started to run the ball, and they definitely did salt the game away with when Missouri punted ultimately. But I got to say, offensively, I, I just hadn't seen Missouri do quite enough for me to trust them on a fourth down and 10 in that situation against one of the best defenses in the country. That just seemed to be a bridge too far to me. So I actually did support the punt, believe it or not. And more often than not, I would agree with all the people who would say, be aggressive there. You're probably not going to get the ball back. Go for it. It's fourth and 10. Again, I would agree. Just my instincts were telling me that, that the punt was actually the right call there. Now, Unlike the end of the Auburn game where Eli Drinkwitz ran out the clock, settled for a 26-yard field goal to win the game, I was extremely passionate that that was the right call. This 4th and 10 thing, I could go either way, honestly. You could easily convince me that my instincts were actually wrong there and that Missouri should have went for it on 4th and 10. Show me some. Show me your, your argument. Show me some stats. You can, definitely, you can definitely prove to me that I'm wrong there, I think. But that was just... That was just my instincts at the time. Again, it was a long shot, I think, for Missouri regardless. Were you confident in them picking up a fourth and ten? Even if you think that was the right call, you couldn't have been real confident in that. But at the same time, I think Harrison Mevis showed why I and Eli Drinkwitz, more importantly, and the rest of the team have so much confidence in him. Yeah, he missed a 26-yard field goal that would have won that Auburn game, but my goodness, how good was Harrison Mevis in this game. Listen, even Michael Jordan missed a free throw occasionally. Even he would miss the game-winning shot sometimes when you thought, boy, I thought that was a pretty easy shot for Michael. Stuff happens. That's my point. Obviously not trying to compare Harrison Mevis to Michael freaking Jordan. The point is everyone, especially in sports, is fallible. We're all going to make mistakes occasionally. But if you gave up on Harrison Mevis after that, I'm sorry, you just, you gotta, that's no way to go through life. Let's put it that way. You can't start questioning yourself or everyone around you as soon as one thing goes wrong. Like, my goodness, if every time I missed a three-foot putt on the golf course, I start, I went into an emotional spiral, well, I probably wouldn't make the next one. That's, that's my point. And while obviously I think Eli Drinkwitz and the whole staff Deserves a ton of credit for how the Tigers played yesterday. Number one, they were ready to go. There wasn't the slow start that we've become used to this season. We've seen a few too many times, especially on the road. At home, this time, a fired-up crowd, Missouri was ready to play. But I do have some slight criticisms for Drink with some things I'd like to see Missouri change up a little bit. But first, let me tell you quickly about... LinkedIn Jobs, yes, one of our finest sponsors and one of the finest products that we can offer you because these days, you know, every potential new hire feels like a bit of a gamble. Well, if you want to be certain that you're finding the right candidates, well, you got to go with LinkedIn Jobs. You see, they have these awesome screening tools like like questions that make it easy for you to focus on the right candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you want to hire and, of course, interview. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires 
versus leading competitors, and they will help you find those qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And by the way, some late line movement yesterday over at betonline.net. In fact, Georgia went from minus 28 to about minus 30 and a half at one point before kickoff. So some real late line movement there, but Apparently, if those were the sharps or were the, was that was that uh, I may have been square money there. So anytime the squares are going, you got to go the other way. So guess what? Missouri covered rather easily, didn't it? But you know what? Whether you're into betting on college football or perhaps basketball is more your thing. Hey, hockey is about to start again. Maybe it's MMA is more your bag. Well, regardless, they've got you covered over at BetOnline.net. Head on over there with your mobile device to learn more about Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, I mentioned the ill-timed penalty on the false start, obviously, on the one-yard line was brutal. Probably just as brutal, though, the hands-to-the-face penalty after Brady Cook and Barrett Bannister had picked up a key first down, but... It came back on, by the way, what was a legit hands-to-the-face penalty. I, I'm sure they showed it on the broadcast, or I imagine they did anyway, but I looked back on, on my own footage, and yeah, that was no question hands-to-the-face. Could have been a possibly a face mask penalty as well. Either way, certainly a penalty on Missouri, but speaking of that offensive line, obviously some challenges there, big time, but for the most part, they held up okay. I, I do wish that... For as much as I have to give Eli Drinkwitz a ton of credit for this team's effort yesterday, I thought some of his play calling was a little bit bizarre. Just the the obsession with sort of reverses and at times, hey, a double reverse into a pass. Like, my goodness. Like, you're asking any offensive line a lot on those type of plays to be able to hold up for that length of time. I just think asking this Missouri offense, in particular the right side, which has been completely decimated by injuries, I just think that's unrealistic. And there were several times where Missouri lost big yardage on first downs or or on other downs that just basically killed the drive. So to me, Drinkwitz, enough with the long developing plays. Our offensive line just doesn't quite have enough for those, but I'll give I'll give the offensive line a lot of credit yesterday for hanging in there and playing a good ball game just like everybody else on that roster. So that'll do it for this edition of Locked on Mizzou. Wish I had a win to talk about, but you know what? At least it was an interesting ball game. Hopefully this, this is a good sign for the rest of the season. Let's go get the Gators. That's all I can say. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. 